So we're going to go to Philip, Finn, and Cookie, who have left the Esoteric Order of Dagon. I thought Finn left a little earlier because he got his books and was going to study. If you want to go to the inn and just go study, that's fine by me. Cookie and Philip, where do you do? We're going to the theater. Absolutely. And Bruno, you've been walking the town. You are outside the theater, and you are speaking to the gentleman that runs the theater. Yep. You guys were smoking, and then you were going to go inside, right? Sounds about right. Do you remember why you were going to go inside? If memory serves, I was asking after my call with Patterson. He folded a little bit to some weirdness, and we agreed to go inside and investigate. All right. So, Philip and Cookie, as you walk and you see down in the distance the cinema, you see Bruno, or what appears to be man in the shape of a Bruno, standing outside of it, and he is talking to an African-American man, and everything seems relaxed. And you see them start to walk inside. Sam, as you come around the corner, you will see the same thing. Ah, that's where he's been skulking. Bruno, of course, not Samuel. I'll wave to them. As you're coming up the road, you only see Bruno. You do not see Philip and Cookie. Okay. Okay. Bruno, do you want to make a spot hidden roll? You will notice an individual down the road towards the southeast waving at you. There's only a handful of people in this town that would actually wave to me in a manner that I imagine is not just like a friendly wave. And if it is, it is far too far away to be that. So I'll pause for a moment and see who it is. You'll see Samuel, who you haven't seen all day. I'll turn to my friend and I'll be like, I, uh, one of my buddies is coming. Just uh, give me. I'll actually take a couple of steps towards Sam. So this way, if we need to have a derp conversation, we're more out of the range of the general populace. What are Philip and Cookie doing? I believe we're currently watching this unfold. You are. You see Bruno stop and start walking towards an individual who is in the shape of a Sam. What do you want to do? Well, he's you know, been very flippant with me lately. I know he's moody. I just don't know how I can help him right now. Mm, which him? Bruno! Oh, yes. You've seen how he's been acting. It's not me. It's him, right? No, absolutely not. It It, is, it has absolutely been, been Bruno this whole time. He's been very moody. But he looks like he's going into that theater again kind of want to get in there and check it out myself. I don't know if I trust him. Mm. Yes, I do think that is a quite fine idea. If you do not mind, I think I will join you, as we are still supposed to be researching this film that is currently locked away in Boston. So, do we go in with them, or do you want to sneak around the side door? Hmm. Why not both? I shall simply act as I normally do. I shall saunter up and introduce myself. We shall have a bracing time with the gentleman who runs the movie theater. And while I'm doing so, you can sneak around to the side and slip in with no one the wiser. Perfect. Such a good distraction when you want to be, Philip. Make sure you tell him all about that time you were in the south of France. And that story about the wine and the vineyards you told me, make sure you tell him that, please. Yes, yes, I love that story about the fields and Marseille. Yes, of course. Bruno, you've approached Sam. Sam, you've approached Bruno. Hey, hey Bruno, what's, what's going on, man? How are we doing? We, uh, we missed you at breakfast. Yeah, sorry about that. That was definitely uh, my mistake because... That lack of food and coffee in the morning definitely made me see some weird thing. 
No, there's uh, there's weird things around. And I'll nod my head towards some fish person that's walking by. Bruno, Sam leans in a little closer. Yeah. There's like more more than half the people in the town center are looking like that. They're all in the town square. I couldn't get a good picture off for nothing. Did you uh did you meet Elijah? Who? The gentleman at the at the little inn. He was like that too? I, I didn't notice that on him. But I tell you what, they're all over the place right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll just kind of use my hands to make comments. Yeah, it's fine. There's... Yeah, I called I called the office. I talked to Patterson. We're going to get another team sent to look into all that. And the, oh, you. I just reach in and put my hand on his shoulder. We've got things to talk about. Let me tell you about this kid. As we're leaning in, Sam reaches into one of his pockets and pulls out that pearlescent item. Yeah, I know we do. As he shows it over to Bruno. Yeah, no, let me tell you about a little kid that thinks he's a demon spawn or something. But later, because Patterson, in his infinite wisdom, doesn't think it's very important. So we got to finish this before he sends a team out to look at all the rest of this. So am I going to wait to tell or explain to you everything else that I found down in the caves? Well, as I looks around, there's a lots of people. So maybe we should finish doing, and I'll point over towards the cinema, finish doing this, and then we can go someplace and reconnoiter with everybody else. Because there's a lot. And then by the sounds of it, since it's not the movie that was making me see things, wasn't the lack of food. Uh, where's everybody else? Oh, I don't know. We split ways this morning, and some of them went to the library, and then I think they were going to the... And I'll point in the direction of the Order of Dagon, which will draw my attention into where Cookie and Philip are standing and staring at us. You do not see a cookie. Oh. He is approaching the man that works at the cinema. He has seen Bruno and Sam having their brotherly conversation. And he has approached the gentleman who runs the cinema and has been making small talk. And yes, uh, the last time I actually saw a film, I was in the French uh, area of Marseille, uh, among the vineyards, and they had a very curious film about a um, the coal miners of the uh, late 17th century, and it was really a very artistic film, and he's just babbling about grapes and wrath and of. The man at the cinema is just looking at Philip with a dazed look of, like, I don't understand anything this man is saying right now. Bruno, would you like to save your new friend from Philip? Seeing Philip now in this conversation, they'd be like, oh, let's we may have time for this later, but that guy ain't got time for, and I'll point over directly at Philip for whatever he's telling him. Let's go make a friend. Cookie, you have gone around the side of this building. What are you doing? As you are looking, it is starting to get dark, but you're still able to see there is a door on the side of the building. And you see some windows up, kind of what would be deemed the second story. There's no way that I can get up there. I don't see any dumpsters or trash cans that I can climb on. Nope, there's nothing there. Um, Are you going to try the door? Yes. As you pull on the door, it is locked. Do you wish to go around to search if there's any other doors to get in? Yes, I want to walk around the back of the building. You'll see two more doors on the back of the building. Obviously, some kind of exit doors from the backstage area or maybe for the audience to leave that way if they wish to, fire exits, whatever. No windows on the second story on the back. Pretty quiet. You don't see anybody back here. 
the sun is starting to go down, but you can plainly see these two doors. What would you like to do? I would like to try and open the doors. Again, both doors are locked. But Cookie, you now know the rest of the team is probably inside this theater by now because you saw them starting to walk in as you started down the side of the building. What are you feeling? Feeling frustrated. So just going to kind of put out a great big sigh, kind of lean my head against that door that I can't get in. Do you need some help, dear? Can you help me? Perhaps. What is it that you're trying to do? Just get inside? I need in this building. Hmm. Let me take a look. He will go through and take a look at the door on the other side. Is it, like, sealed shut or locked or... When you manifest on the other side of the door, you do see a push system that looks like if you were to push on it, it would disengage the lock and it could open. The entity will get down next to the bar and focusing its being on two points will press against it like a weightlifter doing a bench press. It will focus its energy and push just enough to give Cookie a finger in the door. You'll hear the chunk, and the door kind of budges just a tiny bit. And Cookie, what are you doing on the outside? As soon as it opens, just a little bit, I grab it. I don't want it to shut. Thank you. I I can't believe it. Thank you so much. Mm, Of course. Anything for you. So, Cookie, as you start to go in and the spirit says, you know, anything for you, something does sound a little far away. He sounds almost a bit more distant as he speaks now. I'm not concerned. I'm too focused on the job that I came here to do. Spirit will remain silent, not letting her know that may or may not have required a bit more effort than it would like to admit. And then you proceed to go into the theater where you then begin your search? Yes. So while you're doing that, Sam and Bruno are at the front with Philip and with the guy that runs the cinema. What are you four chaps doing? I'm going to walk up behind Philip, take a big meaty mitt and put it on his opposite side shoulder and just kind of give him a little squeeze and wiggle. Oh, I see you've met my good friend Philip here. He didn't come to the the film the other night. No, I did not. My goodness, Bruno, where have you been today? It feels like you've caught a fish all by your lonesome with your bare hands. I looked out at you with my hand still on your shoulder like, ah, you don't look that fishy. Ha ha, ha, no, no, I would not be. Look up to Sam. Uh, these are my friends. Is it okay if we also go in, or? Oh, no, no, the, the, the more the merrier. I just hope that flask has enough for everyone. Eh, they don't need no nothing. And he'll turn around and walk in, assuming you'll follow. Yep. As you guys step into the cinema, your eyes will have to adjust, because it's rather dark in here. Philip's wearing dark glasses, so... It's even darker for you now. They stay on. Tell me. The posters on the walls advertising movies, are they behind glass? Yes. Are they unturnable? Unturnable. So, Bruno is going to realize very fast that where... Philip was tense. Now he is stiff as a board, and you could probably pick him up and swing him around like a bat. His head is straight forward. He's not looking to either side, and he's pressing his finger against his glasses to make sure that he can't see out the side at those pictures. If he can't see the pictures, the pictures can't see him. But this stops Philip's in his track. It does. How far into the building is this? 
just about 20, 25 feet. Okay, so I would have taken my arm off his shoulder by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not moving. He's stock still. As people walk around him, he's going to sidle off to the side towards the concession stand. If the concession stand is abandoned, so much the better, because he's going to dive behind that counter. The gentleman will call to you and say, Concession stand's not open now, sir. going to have to wait till showtime. Ah. Uh, oh. Blast. I could very much use with a use a spot of tea or a a, a nice bracing uh, bag of peanuts, I believe you Yanks call them. Tea. I got some tea up in the projection booth. You guys want to join me up there? Tell me the the pa- 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 um, um, the posters. Are they just in the in in this area here, advertising your, your next films and films of, of films pa- pa- um, past? You like my posters? Ah, oh, I got books of them upstairs. Yeah, you think we could see them? Sure. Come on, we'll get you that tea. I, I yes. hear you Brits like that uh, that Duke Gray. Yeah, that Duke Gray. Come on. Uh, it's um uh, 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 um yes yes we we very much like the the duke of gray of, of teas philip you doing all right you don't look so good it's been a long day i'm uh, i've had a, a very bracing conversation at the esoteric order of dagon i met a wonderful young woman and uh, her name was molly uh, i spoke with her son he is a deft hand at speaking Tamil, which is not a language that I expected to hear in Innsmouth. But yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 um, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I am well. I'm, I'm very well. A sport of Earl Grey does sound uh, quite nice right now. Why don't you come on over here? Because I got something I want to show you. I want to get your historical opinion on something. It might help believe you and take your mind off other things. Uh, spot hidden or psychology role from Bruno and Sam. So Philip and Bruno, when you, when Philip says I had a bracing conversation today and I spoke to a young woman named Molly, when you say Molly and in the context of the esoteric order of Dagon, you'll see that the man in the cinema visibly stiffens and looks mildly shocked. Samuel, you'll notice that it's not like an angry or anything like that, but it is deep interest in the fact that you guys have spoken to Molly. Samuel, you'll guess that he knows Molly. Picking up on that, I'm not one to be shy about it. By chance, you know this Molly person? Oh, uh, how rude of me. Hey, uh, my name's Sam. What's yours? I walk over, hand extended to shake his hand. The man extends his hand out to you and shakes it, and he says, Lyman. Lyman Ford. Thinking up on Sam's initiative, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm, and I'll go forward to shake his hand, Bruno, and this is uh, Philip. Yes, yes, Philip. Uh, Philip Weisel is uh, quite a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I would love to sit and have a spot of tea that, uh, that Earl Grey that you have uh, so cleverly advertised and i would love to speak with you about some films uh, i do know that miss molly was quite interested in one that i had seen and described to her but yes if it is uh, absolutely not in this room full of eyes of pictures that uh, have eyes that are watching me yes i would love to go to the projection booth now thank you he'll nod after being introduced to the others and Say, sure. Come on up. And as you said this, there's a bit of a sadness. And he'll turn and start walking to a staircase at the far end of the lobby that leads upstairs. Cookie! I'm going to try and find uh, my other DARP colleagues. Okay. 
So as you move into the movie theater proper, you see the projection box still has the light shining. The screen is there. The movie theater is empty. It does look as if the film is over. The screen is just solid white light right now. You don't see any people inside. So I walk through the theater itself out towards where the concessions would be looking for an office. So as you move into the theater lobby, you'll see here too, it looks like the telltale markings of people have left after the theater. You see some popcorn crumbs and stuff on the carpet. It hasn't been cleaned up yet. The concession stand still has the uh, popcorn still there that hasn't been uh, cleaned up. You do see a door behind the concession stand. But again, no derp agents, no Mr. Ford. So I want to go into the door. I'm still looking for an office. Uh, I'd like to rifle through the papers, see if I can find anything about the projector. As you get behind the counter, you see the regular the popcorn bag and the scoop and, and the other accoutrement that are, are for movie theater concession stands. And then you come to the door and you notice it's just a swinging door. And as you push open the door, you see it is a storage room and it is filled with candies and other supplies for the concessions, as well as at one far end, uh, some cleaning supplies. Well, I look around and grab some candy and stuff my pockets with some treats for later. So you fill your pockets with uh, delicious ill-gotten candy, which I assume tastes all the sweeter. And then what do you do? I'm going to walk back into the lobby area of the theater Mm -hmm. and see if there's another way that my colleagues could have gone. There is the stairway up the second floor, basically, to get to the balcony. And you can reasonably assume, since you saw the projector box, you know how movie theaters work. It also must house the uh, projection booth. Then I go up the steps. You go up the steps and let's make that listen check. You aren't hearing any sounds, no persons or anything at all coming to your ears at the moment. What do you want to do? I want to try and sneak in the door. Okay. So as you uh, approach the door, uh, you do see light coming from underneath, which, you know, reasonable. You put your hand on the knob and you begin to turn it ever so quietly. And uh, you try to push that door open and enter the room in a very sneaky manner. Unfortunately, with your stealth roll, you end up I mean, the entire room or that's filled with derp agents and the uh, theater manager all are just staring at you as you open the door and enter. My men upstairs, you get up onto the second floor. You'll see one way kind of takes you to a balcony area, but then there is a, a section that looks like the projection booth and as Lyman opens the door and ushers you all in you'll see a projector sitting at the the little window cut out to show the film and you'll see movie canisters all over you'll see he has a little like card table and some chairs he has a little hot plate and he grabs a tea kettle and starts heating up some water to uh, make that tea and he'll look at all of you and Take a seat. Philip happily does so, and he is looking at all the film reels and the cans and nodding to himself and almost like he's speaking under his breath. And then he sees the projector and he's looking that over. And Is it rather similar to the one that Derp has? No, the projector is much newer. This is a uh, capital uh, looking projector. 
that uh, does seem rather new within the past uh, five years, perhaps. He'll walk over and kind of pat it. And, yep, we just bought this beauty uh, used. It's it's like you said, about five years old. We've just got it for a couple years ago, but you really know your projectors. Well, we chanced upon a uh, particular projector, and I, I do say it, it did uh, engender some interest in the filmography trades. So to see such a new machine when the one that we've had most recent access to is uh, considerably older, perhaps only, I, I believe, 10 years or so, it was very curious as it came to our offices and already had a film upon it, which was very very bracing film. Is that not right, Bruno? Yeah, it was really uh, moving. Moving to, to tears and sometimes. <laughs> he says it was very moving, which is very funny, you see, because it was a movie. I just... If looks could kill, there wouldn't even be a smoking crater where Philip is standing right now. So I'm just kind of looking around for As you kind of look around, you'll see at the far end of the room, the big shelves that hold all the film canisters. It looks like it's kind of tucked in between the shelf and the wall. It kind of sticks out oddly. Lyman is sitting there getting teacups ready and putting tea bags in and getting ready to pour the tea. Uh, I'm just kind of wandering around. I'm not really touching anything, but now that I've seen it, I'll let him pour his tea because... It's rude to interrupt him when he's in the middle of doing something. Not even a minute goes by, and you'll see him turn to all of you, and he'll start putting teacups in front of you all. And then he'll go back to his little makeshift tiny little kitchen, and he'll grab some cream and, and sugar and set it on the table. And then he'll he'll find looks like a, a little step stool kind of a thing, and he'll kind of plop down sitting on that. So what brings you guys to Innsmouth? Well, aside from the excellent hospitality, uh, it, it so happens we, we came up in order to poke around town, so to speak, and we were looking at the beaches and seeing some of the sites who went to the esoteric order of Dagon and as they prepare for their, their annual festival to give thanks to the, the sea father and the ocean mother and such. But what brought us here in, in particular it so happens, my good man, is a film projector much like the one that you have here. In fact, the projector that we have received once came from this very cinema house. Really? Yes, I believe hmm. it was taken from the cinema by the previous curator of the museums at Miskatonic University in Arkham. Look at you, tilt his head, and you can tell that when you say the curator of Miskatonic that there's a definite recognition there that doesn't surprise him when you say the curator of Miskatonic. Uh, Mr. Lyman, do you by chance know the curator? Was he from here? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know if you boys have noticed, but if you are from here, you... Have a certain look about yourself? Yes, I'm certain I don't know what you mean. Hmm. He says unconvincingly. Do I get a feeling like this guy's on the level? Like that he's a, a normal-ish person and he's like, yo, these people are weird. He does agree with your sentiment that these people have a certain regional look, to put it politely. When he mentions about their weirdness, it's like, yeah, we we noticed that. That's not the only thing either. So can uh, can I grab these? Pointing at the book. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can. You 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 boys wanted to to look at the movie book. Bring the book over. We'll set it on the table. He starts clearing the table, so you can set that big movie poster book right there in front of Philip. I will put it right there on the table. I'll reach into my coat, I'll pull out the flask, I'll put that down in front of him, and just leave it. Mm -hmm. 
and I'll come around the other side of the table, sit down and talk to him. Motion for Sam to check out the pictures. Mr. Ford, I uh, come a little clean. There's a lot of weirdness around here. Have you lived here long? Been here about 20 years now. That's a lot. It is indeed. To a young man like you, it, it must be. You're not wrong. Have you noticed anything else unusual around here? What? I'll look to my compatriots. See if they got anything they want to throw at him before I throw anything at him. Philip will look back at Bruno. Then makes a meaningful look towards the projector. Then back at Bruno. He'll reach on the other side of his coat and pull out his badge in the little like leather foldy thing that probably has some dust on the inside of it because he doesn't break it out very often. We're here on an investigation about a film projector and a film that was doing some weirdness. All of you roll a spot hidden or psychology. Then I, as quietly as I can, try and turn the knob and sneak into the room. Make a stealth roll. As you quietly and sneakily open the door, you hear the end of Bruno's comment about projector and film and bad doings. And you see him sitting there at a table with a giant film book that Sam is perusing. Philip is looking everywhere but at the book. And Bruno has his badge out, and they're all looking at the man, Lyman Ford. And Lyman Ford, hearing the door open, looks over at you. Piece of candy? He's going to look at that, and you offer him his own candy, or the movie theater's candy. He'll kind of look at the guys and say, is she with you? Ah, actually, yes. Yes, she is. If it pleases you, I will certainly... Break out my billfold and handle that uh, unpleasantness after we are done here. Well, if it's on his dime, and I'll, you know, put out my hand for some candy. To which uh, I promptly walk across the room and dump some out of the box into Bruno's hands. Don't worry, dear. I guess we can spare one box for a lady. I apologize. I just got lost. You know how that happens sometimes. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then he's going to look at Sam. And So, what do you think of the movie posters? You find anything that you, you like? Well, there's quite a few that are actually really good renditions here. Where did you get these? Um, have I noticed anything off about these photos? They are all actual just movie photos of movies that you guys probably have heard about, seen at movie theaters in Boston. If I see any there that I particularly like, I'll set that aside because, you know, that was a really good movie, really good flick. I, I liked watching that one. That was really good. and brings back memories. And I'll be looking over at Philip, letting him know, yeah, these are all great. There's no problems with them at all. Trying to, to push on the, hey, relax, Goofy, it's fine. Do you say great memories out loud when you are looking at them? Yeah, I'll be mumbling them, if, especially if any of the movies were any good to me, yeah. At the sound of great memories, his eyes just light up, smile on his face. That phrase makes him happy. I'm going to look up at Lyman. Hey, so... Did you actually play all of these movies here? Of course. I, I save all the movie posters once I take them down. I store them here. Just like the films. This is the projector you used, right? To play the movies? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just didn't know when the last time you actually changed the projector out. Because, I mean, things have been moving around. There's different manufacturers and We've got this new one two years ago, but the projector before that was pretty much identical to this one. This is just a newer one, maybe a little more gadgets on it, a brighter bulb, faster speed. 
do you remember the last film that was on the old projector before it was taken away? He'll kind of uh, look at the book, and he'll start thumbing through it. Pages, pages, pages. And then he'll stop on one of a jungle scene. Monkeys in the background. A young boy in like a loincloth-y thing. And at the bottom in red is scrawled Tarzan of the Apes. And he'll point and go, I think that was the one. So you could tell something's uneasy about him. He is hiding something, which is why he's redirecting the conversation. You guys are agents. You've interrogated people. You know he's not being forthcoming about something. Philip's too rattled by the pictures. So, Mr. Ford, I can see that you're redirecting and that something here has got you a little spooked. I can assure you, and I'll tap down to the badge, we ain't uh, we ain't no organization you ever heard of. We aren't the arresting type, so to speak. <laughs> Quite the opposite as I look over at Cookie with a box of stolen candy. I just pop another piece in my mouth and Shrug my shoulders. Yeah. So, you always run the cinema, even before you came to Innsmouth? No, I came to Innsmouth and took over running the cinema. What'd you do before that? Kind of give you a pained smile. I'll say, well, I grew up in more southern parts. I gotcha. As you well know... I, uh, sorry about that. Not that, you know. Anyway, moving on. There's something you ain't telling us, and the sooner you do tell us, the sooner we're out of your way, and the more help that you is, the more help we can be to you. Because I can tell you, if you couldn't guess, I ain't always been an agent of the department. Roll Persuade. He'll look at you and and, uh, look at the badge and say, not the arresting type, huh? Nah, we're the investigating, saving people in the world type. Because, you know, Ambrose said that once he took it, that I didn't have to worry about anything. And I've promised I've not done it since. So what did you do? (laughs) What did you do? I I just wanted to help. That's why I did it. I just just thought I could help find that little girl. I didn't mean any harm. But Ambrose came up and when he saw the the film and and everything, he just got all upset and told me that he could uh get me thrown in prison or or worse and said if I promised to never do it again and I allowed him to take the projector and the film that I didn't have to worry. And now you guys come in here with your badge plying me with liquor and now you what? What are you going to do to me now? Get me fired? No, we're going to ask if you're okay. I'm fine. We're here because whatever that film was Whatever was shown in that film, something just wasn't right about it. We were trying to get to the bottom of it and find out what happened, how the film was even made in the first place. You're mentioning finding a little girl. Whatever that other guy was talking about, you're not going to get thrown in jail. You, we, we can't throw you in jail. We're not interested in throwing you in jail. What we are interested in is... How was that movie even made? Would you like to see? Yes, I do believe that they would. And he sips at his tea. And he'll stare at you, Philip. And he'll reach his hand out and touch your arm. Roll constitution. So you start to feel a prickling sensation in your brain almost like somebody's knocking at its door trying to get in and then Lyman will say it's better if you just relax and 
let it happen. Um, no, I don't think I will. Bertram would never forgive me. Roll constitution again. And he'll throw your arm away. Say, well, I was going to show you, but your friend doesn't want to cooperate. Yeah, he never does. Show me what you're talking about. Okay. So he'll grab your arm. Much like Philip experienced, you'll feel somebody at your mind kind of knocking on the door. And you kind of let it happen. Almost like a Rolodex spinning. You see all of your memory just flying by. Almost as if your life is flashing before. And eventually it'll settle on one. Tell me a memory that's happened long ago for Sammy. His first experience with the camera and the joy that it could actually bring to his mother and his father's face at the actual developed photo that drove him into the photography and journalism business. As that memory comes up in your brain, it's almost as if it is playing on a movie screen, except you also have all the emotion that you felt at that time. It is as if you are right there again, except you are also watching it on film. The rest of you will see Lyman concentrating very hard. And then he'll release his grip from Samuel and he'll get up and move toward the shelves where the film canisters are. And you'll see him then take some negative film. And as he wipes his hand down the film, you'll see the film start to change. Something's going on with it. And then he'll bring the film over to you, Bruno. You've been walking the town. You are outside the theater, and you are speaking to the gentleman that runs the theater. Yep. We've become best buds over my flask. Do you win? What's his name? Carlos. Best buds. I don't, was that really? Was it really Carlos? No, it wasn't. You guys have never asked that man his name, and you've never introduced yourselves. Yeah, see? <laughs> so I don't know why you're giving me so much grief when he doesn't know my name either. <laughs> <laughs> if memory serves and it probably doesn't I was asking after my call with Peterson Patterson Patterson I try I really tried to not do it on intentionally at that time just can't remember that asshole's name 3 years later My god how are you not fired <laughs> Because I'm good at what I do or so I believe <laughs> Hey hey Bruno what's what's going on man how are we doing we uh we missed you at breakfast, and I'll give him like just a I don't know. Do, did they give just like handshakes for saying hello back then? Yes, they they do shake hands. Back then, yes. No fist bumps, no bro hugs. No, <laughs> they did do a handshake though, like a gentleman. They don't go like fist bump, handshake. Yeah. No, turn it no forty five degrees. Yeah. No, they did no, not. No do chicken that. dance. No, not doing any of that. Yo. We do need to invent a secret handshake, though, to prove that we're not been taken over by cultists or something. They also never said yo. Uh, yeah. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll just kind of use my hands and make comments. Yeah, it's fine. There's... Look, I talked to... I talked to Boss. Not Boss. I talked to Peterson? Patterson. 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 I, every time it feels like it's wrong... The next time you lose a bet to me, you're getting that tattooed on your ass. Well, you know. <laughs> just saying. I should just write it really big. <laughs> His name is Patterson. <laughs> Patterson. Put it on a little sticky note on my monitor. Put it on your ass. You'll never forget. I mean, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I want to fill my pockets with candy. <laughs> With jujubes. 
first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to steal Go for the candy. whoppers. Go for the whoppers. <laughs> they are my favorite, so. <laughs> All right. You're going to steal candy and then turn around and leave? Yes. Perfect. Uh, I love government agents. Do I get a feeling like this guy's on the level? Like that he's a, a normal-ish person and he's like, yo, these people are weird. He does agree with your sentiment that these people have a certain regional look, to put it politely. Yes, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not real polite. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> I'm only 30% polite. But your question of is he on the level, I to agree with you that people look fishy here doesn't necessarily mean that somebody's on the level. It just means, yes, they agree that people do look fishy here. Did we run into anybody that's like, no, I don't notice anything's wrong with these people here yet? Or because I know that Sarah's all about her lovely, lovely husband. Yeah, oh. Sarah doesn't think anything of it. I think if you were to ask a lot of the people, they would just think it's just the way people look. You know, when you go to small towns, how everybody kind of looks the same. I don't go that far south. Well, or do I? <laughs> I when I start hearing you. banjos, I turn around and go the other way. Hate to tell you. But no. ming, 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 ming. Wow. Send wow. fan mail to fans at without an I mean, I would be happy to answer fan mail, but nobody sends any because <laughs> nobody loves me. <laughs> They're not going to love your comments. To- and I'll come around the other side of the table, sit down and talk to them. What was this guy's name, or did we write that down? As Lyman Ford. Mr. Ford. Mr. Ford. Ford. I'll look to my compatriots. See if they got anything they want to throw at him before I throw anything at him. Philip will look back at Bruno. Then makes a meaningful look towards the projector. Then back at Bruno. (laughs) 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 The best. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Fuck you too, buddy. (laughs) We need to pop Patterson again. (laughs) So... And there's no one in the entrance. I went in the only door, and there was only candy in there. I Wait, 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 wait. Not only. Come on, don't say it like it's a bad thing. Sorry, 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 sorry. Which you probably <laughs> filled your pockets with, so I don't want to hear anything else about Bruno stealing <laughs> shit or Finn stealing shit. No, all the three of you have stolen shit now. I can now say it about three-fifths of you. And Doyle has stolen our hearts. I know. Your I hearts. <laughs> but it's like free candy, man. <laughs> like, it's how do not, I not put it in my pocket? It's not free candy. But let's, that's a moot point. What are you doing now, Cookie? <laughs> Looks over at you. Piece of candy? Yeah, I'll be mumbling them, if, especially if any of the movies were any good to me, yeah. At the sound of great memories, his eyes just light up, smile on his face. He who? Lyman. Okay. I didn't know Not if you were Philip. talking about Philip or, or what. I don't dictate I, I don't, what Philip I don't. does. Hey, you never know. Philip no, dictate what Philip does. Philip is British. There's no joy in his life. <laughs> That's a lie. It's called tea, sir. No, that Duke that, of Earl tea. Oh my god! <laughs> if I can make Oz groan, I've won the day. <laughs> I shall sip my Duke Grey tea while listening <laughs> to the Earl of Ellingham. <laughs> and his saxophone music. <laughs> Saxophone. And then he'll stop on one of a jungle scene. Monkeys in the background. A young boy in like a loincloth-y thing. And at the bottom in red is scrawled Tarzan of the Apes. And he'll point and go, I think that was the one. Is he lying? What are you going to roll to see if he's lying? I mean, he's he's pointing to a picture of Tarzan of the Apes, which is perfect because he he lion he king of beasts right now. <laughs> Roll persuade. He'll look at you and 
take a sip of his tea and say... To be fair, I was low-key trying to hint at getting him, like, an actual job that doesn't suck. Is that what you were hinting at? Because his job, he loves his job. He can love his job, but I don't imagine it has much of a future here in this little shithole town. Hmm. Whereas something like, at the very least, kind of wanted to put it out to the option that Mm -hmm. if he... The department picked us up off of other various walks of life. Okay. And if he knows stuff or has seen stuff or is like, yo, I'm aware of supernatural bullshit because that's what's going on around here. Fucking Molly and Zaboth and all of the rest of that weirdness and fish people kind of offering him an out in addition to whatever. But. Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get it without a net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better, and we love to know when we're doing well. Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard in the intro and the outro is from the Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium Inc. Without a net podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this, and we will see you next week.